0: DD-214 Gaming Podcast is for mature audiences only. Any videos, music, or entertainment not originating from DD-214 Gaming is used and covered under Section 107 of the Copyright Act of 1976, also known as fair use. Opinions expressed are our own and do not represent any DOD or U.S. government entities as a whole. This podcast is for entertainment purposes only
1: viewer and listener discretion is advised you are no longer alone now
0: because we have you
1: there it goes and the show starts and here it flows what's going on everybody in the house holy shit
2: yeah yeah who else who else is like completely fucking exhausted right now just me just me it's probably right.
1: just you i mean we no one worked as hard as you did this week
2: I don't know. I, I don't necessarily know about that, but maybe like, maybe like me in like the last like 36 to 48 hours, possibly, maybe. Like, you know, <laughs> was it hard? Was it hard work? Was I hardly working? Like, we'll never know, but I definitely know like my body is fucking absolutely exhausted right now. How are you guys?
1: I'm great, man. It was a creative week. It was a busy week. We had a good time. We, we, uh, we hung out. I mean, what about you, Squilini? Hmm.
3: It was a good week. I mean, yeah, just fucking work, dude. Like that shit is starting to piss me off. As of Friday, when I clocked out, out of our team of seventeen, we have lost seven people. They just oh quit.
2: shit. Oh, dude. So, guys, I'm gonna be right back. The, the dog, the dogs are crying. I'll be right back. Okay, I'm so sorry. Okay. Keep talking. Keep talking, Joe. I. I I got questions for you, dude. I got questions. I'll be right back. Okay, so,
3: so your whole team's gone, almost, almost the whole fucking team.
1: What the hell happened?
3: Our new directors pissed everybody off. Did you, you predicted that? I've already that. Well, I'm not going to go into a lot of details here since this is, you know live public on the internet yeah Um, you
1: don't know who's watching
3: but yeah no we literally we had our level one team went from five people down to two people now and then my team went from 12 people down to six six or seven something like that what Joe is your is your is, is your company gonna go belly up
2: or are, are we gonna be like unemployed Joe again in like a week or two or what, like what the hell's what the hell's happening I don't
3: because it's it's is it's it scary? just in my department are you scared I no okay um and the reasoning behind that is
1: he's got experience
3: well I've got experience and I've already had five interviews within the first week of our new director coming in. For other companies, okay. Like second, I met the guy. I started getting doing, uh, started interviewing to jump shit, um, and so did almost everybody else. Hence, why we've got people dropping like flies. Now.
1: Yeah, well, all their jobs got accepted, I guess. So, well, if, you have,
2: if you have marketable, if you have marketable skills in the current uh, job market, guess what? Like, you can shop around, and you're not behold, <laughs> you're not beholden to like any one company or corporate conglomerate that just wants to suck you fucking dry anyways. Yeah. It's You're just, it's it just a matter You're of, it it's there. just a
3: matter. Like for me, it's just a matter of the job has to pay at least what I'm making now, if not more. Right. right. In order for me to financially be able to accept
0: it. I'm surrounded by.
3: Um, so, I mean that yesterday we had a cookout, did a 12 a pound brisket Dude, how was that by the way it looked, it looked flipping delicious. delicious like. looked
1: so you were cooking so, that you were cooking that thing early
3: yeah I I, I had her I had her on the I, I she went down it on on the smoker at 7 a.m came off about 6 30 seven o'clock last night she was she was juicy um
1: oh it was a she <laughs> I would say
3: the beef you cooked was a she <laughs> well yeah cows the, the oh. feed cows are, are females. They're, Bulls are the male version of a cow. John, like stand basic,
0: basic.
2: You never, you never thought about that, did you, John? Never thought about that. Just eating all the. So you, every you, steak you've, you've ever you've,
3: ate, every burger you've ever ate, has a been
1: a female. female. Wow. You've, been eating,
2: you've been eating them girls out, bro. Just eating them out, dude. Like your whole life, never even knew it, did you?
3: <laughs> so, you know we. Uh, I did that. It was, it was pretty good. Um, I tried. This was the first time I've done a brisket. So normally I do pork shoulders and other like ribs and stuff like that. This was my first brisket. So probably not the best time to do a brisket when you plan on 30 people because you don't know how it's going to fucking turn out. But how did it turn out? I think it, it turned out pretty good. Um, I think... I need to figure out the heat ratio for the smoker for brisket because it it wasn't it wasn't overcooked and it wasn't undercooked, but it wasn't perfect. Got you. I know exactly. Like it, wasn't, it, was wasn't, no fucking was it wasn't barbecue. It wasn't joke. Barbecue. not Yeah, exactly. It's, a, it's, not
2: it's, it's like, a
1: science.
2: It's well. It's like it's like that wasn't what, what I just ate wasn't bad, but it wasn't perfect either. You know what I mean? Exactly. I know, I know exactly there, there what you're was, talking about. There's, like.
3: there's just enough tweaks that I need to make to perfect it. And the thing is with, with like pork shoulders, I've done in the last year and a half, I've I've probably done 110 pork shoulders. Jesus. And, you know, I've got that down to an exact science. Right. In the smoker, this many logs is what I need. I keep the logs in there. I replace the logs every three hours with fresh logs for smoke. With the brisket, now I have to get that science down and figure it out exactly. Well, this is what I need to do for this long. I also need to figure out my dry rub because I tried something new that I saw on TikTok on a barbecue. I I do. (laughs) <laughs> Fucking John. So I do I do um I, I follow a lot of like barbecue pages on TikTok and stuff. And I wanted to try a coffee rub. Interesting. So it's it's literally ground coffee, sugar, salt, pepper, paprika, and it gives it more of a blackened color. Um and I wasn't a big fan of the rub. Okay okay and Does that's it right. kind of the so this coffee was like,
2: this was a straight up experiment you like you you did like a straight up experiment like with this, yeah. meat with science this, with baby this, with, with this with this brisket like you were not like you're not playing around here like this straight was up, like
3: yeah this was this was me letting everybody know listen this is first one I've done if it's not good let me know if you've got ideas where I can tweak it let me know because I want that criticism so I can perfect the formula for the next time for oh, me,
2: how we uh, uh, tell, tell me about, I was just going to tell John, I'd be more willing to bet that the people there actually like really enjoyed it. And you are kind of like harder on yourself than everybody else was. So like, and that's,
3: me, that's actually exactly hurt. what kind of fucking
2: happened. I, I was, I was waiting for it. Cause I was like, I, because I know you, you probably, you are so much harder on you. You're
3: just like me. You're so much harder I, on yourself. You're so much harder I, I on lo- yourself. The thing is for me, so I'm a big, I, I love coffee. I love drinking coffee. I love, I, 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 love my coffee like I like my men, strong and black. You're damn right.
2: You are damn right.
3: Um, but the, in my opinion, the coffee rub made the meat have a little bit too much of a tartness to it. Kiss me on my hot mouth. I'm feeling <laughs> So it. <sighs> It was it was for me. It was a little off. Everybody else was like, "Dude, that rubs great. The flavor's good." I did get you know a couple people were agreed with me on the on the it wasn't undercooked. It wasn't overcooked, but it was off.
2: Something was off. There was
3: something off with the um, with the tenderness of the meat. And what I thought about after the fact was what I needed to do was when I picked the the brisket up on Friday. I should have dropped it in a brine overnight. Oh, listen to this. To tenderize the dude. meat further. Tenderize that fucking meat, bro. That's before do doing the dry rub and throwing it on the smoke, because if I brought did a did a saltwater brine overnight and then dry rub onto the smoker, it right. would have been that perfect tenderness that you expect from a brisket. Right. So that I kind of figured out right away. Like this is what I need to do next time. Um, that's like, so before I do the next one, I'm going to go buy a cheap ass Igloo cooler from fucking Walmart. That's going to be my brine cooler. Yep. Where I can just ice water, a fucking whole ass thing of fucking salt, drop the brisket in there overnight, let it sit, pull it out the next morning, drop my dry rub on it. Smack it on the smoker, and we should be good to go. Oh yeah. Um. So, I mean, I figured that part out. Now it's figuring the temperature part out for the smoker, because again, beef versus pork, two totally different beasts. Right, and that's so. Yeah. So I mean, that's 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 the rundown for me. I mean, outside of that, it was a good. It was good overall. It was hot as shit yesterday. So. What I did was... I've been
2: hearing some fucking horror stories from the South, dude. Like,
3: I've been hearing some fucking horror
2: stories. So literally what I did yesterday...
3: So I've got the brisket on the smoker. I grabbed my fucking... The fiance's little 32-ounce Yeti thermos. It fits four 12-ounce cans of beer. Nice. Nice. I filled that up, threw my swim trunks on, go to the pool. Once the thermos was empty and it was time to refill... That meant it was time to check on the meat and refill my beer. Right. And I just bounced back and forth between the pool and the fucking smoker because it, it was too damn hot it. to just be outside with all day like that. So I mean, it was it was a good day. We didn't we didn't come in last night to like fucking 130, 2 o'clock this morning, just sitting outside, talking, hanging out. Um had the cops driving around the complex looking for somebody while we were Bro. all out there drunk as shit.
2: Just um, not helping. Just like just not helping. Just
3: like it's just not not making yeah. it easy for anybody. <laughs> but yeah, so that was that was my week. What about you, John?
1: Well, you know, it was just podcast, podcast, podcast. Uh, before I get to the podcasting, I I want to. I started off. We watched the American Gladiators uh, documentary. Oh, uh, the which one is on that, Netflix. Yeah.
2: Oh, dude, I want to hear about this because, like, exactly. I, I keep I keep passing it, and I'm like, do I really want to watch it or not? So, you know, so the but... first
1: the first thing that caught my eye was the american gladiators you know i was a huge fan growing up i actually liked the american gladiators more than i liked like the wwf and wwe at or wwe at the time and i was such a huge fan i I loved the heroes i loved the way they look i just used to sit there and just like be enamored by by these characters and the second thing that caught my eye was unauthorized documentary so i was like oh this is going to be this is going to be truthful, and all, boy... all
2: like fucking spill the gut. And fucking... Now
1: it has everything that you expect, but not at the extreme you expect. Okay, fair. You know, tell us, a, tell us a
2: little bit. Tell us a little bit.
1: Well, obviously, you know, during that time, everyone was taking fucking steroids. Duh! So
2: like <laughs> you, you know, every, the 19, 1980s equates steroids for like movies and TV. Yeah, like, like that's then, it. Like straight that, up, everybody was that, on roids. And so, so like, at I mean, that
1: time, they didn't really, you know, there weren't many regulations on it. It was just becoming a thing. And so American Gladiators apparently was the forefront of of uh, what do you say? Actually, no. It's a forefront of something else, which I'll get to. But the okay. steroid use, a lot of them did admit to taking undetectable steroids, undetectable hormones, and things like that. A lot of them, you know, and and we're talking, we're talking about we're talking Gemini's in it, Nitro Ice, nice. Nice. Zap, all, all the originals, the OGs. Okay, I, I, those, so, are, those are those
2: only ones i fucking remember bro
1: yeah th- and those are those are the only ones that really matter so like you really it goes through the history of how the show started how this elvis impersonator started the show and oh, man i didn't know that
2: i
0: didn't yeah i know
1: that i
2: didn't know
0: and,
1: that and, shit. Like, but like <laughs> no one but like it was they they spent so much money on it but these the guys only made five hundred dollars an episode they made any money so then they went out wow. yeah and then they had to go on tour and the tour you know they got long and stuff like that that but the problem was they were getting hurt just like you know the WWE wrestlers they had time so they had to hire more people people were getting injured uh you know this and that there were a lot of but it it wasn't controversial it was all the things that you would expect in the 1990s of a production company taking money and taking advantage of a group of people you know because that's exactly what this documentary was about
2: television movies has a long Well, pretty much the entirety of like, since like moving, since like moving pictures was fucking invented, like television Mm -hmm. and movies has this like disgusting history of exploitation. Like that is the only, that is the only fucking word for it. Like it's, it's not, it's not fucking fleecing. It's not, it's not taking advantage. Let's just call it what the fuck it is. It's straight up exploitation of the people that star in the moving pictures. Right. You know, like yep. when they created this fucking thing, and they made they made moving pictures, and especially when they added sound, and then when they added fucking color, exploitation.
1: Yeah, and it's funny Straight too, because because all of them look great except you remember Malibu.
2: Very Va- vaguely, he had vaguely. the bar.
1: He had the long Barbie blonde hair, yep. surfer yep. dude kind of. Yep. You know, kind You know. Yep. He's yep. the only one that let himself go. <laughs> Like, hey every, man, like every every single one of them, like they 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 look like they still kept at it, but like this was like the one documentary that you can watch, and there was actually a happy ending for everybody. And you know, dope.
2: that's was, dope. That, made, that, that makes my fucking that makes my fucking heart like sing, dude. Like that, they got it. They they all got like, bro.
1: Yeah, they they mm-hmm. got it done, and it was actually kind of inspiring to see that the American Gladiators, you know, and that there were so many iterations that they tried to bring back, but. And it was interesting because, like, at the end of the documentary, I'm thinking, you know, it, now that they have this mentality and they kind of went through all the issues that American Gladiators was having, why can't they, the originals, I mean, obviously, I don't think they would. You know, I think maybe two of them, like Nitro and Zap, they would definitely do still the fucking, show. They still would still do it, up. you know. <laughs> but, you know, still one of them, bang. Yeah, you know, that, that would still fact, want to do it. But I think that would if they were to bring them back... And have it regulated, and they're like the overseers of the whole thing and judges right. and shit like that. I right. think that it would have lasted, because tell me though, American Gladiators would have lasted now, if it debuted today, it would have lasted. Well,
2: the, only, the, only, the only one I remember from the new one is uh, Gina Carano.
1: That's right. Yeah. Like I remember mm-hmm.
2: when Gina Carano, like she started in MMA and then or, or and then she got her, or she kind of started like she was already in, in MMA, but women's MMA was not very big, and she was yeah. one of the she was like one of the first like new like lady gladiators like and i remember i i vividly remember that like that's, i really that's do.
1: interesting and then and then yeah. she's then she was cara doing and we all know what happened with that
2: you Just saying Just <laughs> you know saying, bro. but
1: it, it's it was such a cool documentary i enjoyed it I, I i i'll watch it again i'll watch it again you know but that was really cool i started and we started watching the new show called hijack
2: okay what's and that about
1: so it, it, it's idris elba in a plane and he's like a negotiator, and there's a hijacking that happens, right? Now, so far, the show is good. We're four episodes in, three episodes okay. in. The show's really good, right? But something really bothered me, okay? Now, if there's a hijacking, you know there's gonna be guns, right?
2: Well, <laughs> you said it's on a plane? It's on the plane well in a post in a post nine eleven world, typically there wouldn't be, but but you can fucking. Fly with weapons, but as and usually they're in the cargo hold. Yeah. So, so, so go ahead. Sorry.
1: The show t- starts off in Dubai, and they're saying we're the most secure airport, but there's fucking nine dudes with guns in the fucking plane. Where they, they don't just, look, they don't look three D printed either.
2: Were they just were they allowed? Were they allowed on? Like, have you gotten that far in the show? Were they just like allowed on, or like how does that even say that again, Jay? Were, were they allowed on the plane like it has the show gotten into how they got the guns on the plane or is oh. that part is that like is that like a plot device is that part of the plot or like uh, we,
1: ha- we haven't gotten there yet we know that okay. we know we know that five people on the plane are, don't don't have don't exist okay that, that you know that that's that's this,
2: another so this is like a thriller who done it why and you know and it's all so and it just obviously the if it's a tv show like it's gonna have an ending because you, can, you can't hijack a new plane every season yeah, so, each, like... each
1: hour is each hour is an episode okay so it's like, like a real it's,
2: it's like in real time basically yeah
1: yeah it's from dubai okay. it's from dubai to london it's it's got great production it's very enticing the whole like oh boy what's gonna happen next thing is kind of interesting okay and 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 the only reason and i'm I'm only giving you minimal because it's one of those shows. If I tell you too much about certain characters, it really feel, it's. it's, fuck, it's, it's a, yeah. yeah. So yeah. It's, it's a very interesting show, but they really need to explain that the, the security reasoning behind eight guns being on the plane. And, you know,
2: I have a feeling that they were let, they were allowed on. That would be my like. That's, my that's, guess.
1: that's another theory. That's another thing. We think the pilots in on it, but we don't know you know right, right you know but yeah. um it, it's it's a really cool show i i enjoy it, it it's my filler for for all mankind because we're still waiting for for that show to come back <laughs> right you know and uh, but yeah that I, I mean some really good shows man i feel like i watched something else this week but like, i don't remember i really can't remember off the top of my head um
2: that happens to us too like we'll, we'll watch a random movie and like i want to talk about it on the podcast and then like i forget by the time the podcast comes up like what what movie i watched you know yeah. like we're just, like the weeks get so busy, and you're doing so much other stuff it's just like ah oh crap like i I don't even remember at this point, like but you know that's
1: why we're that's why yeah. we're all
2: we' like, we're, we're middle age you know, like so like we're gonna forget shit like that, yeah,
1: and then you know the usual work worked on some podcasts i actually a uh, cheap plug cheap plug i released oh, sure. a a new episode of cleaning the friends it's okay. called it's okay. called deep it's called deep throat dog
2: oh fuck yeah dude
1: <laughs> yeah it's it's act you have to listen to it to understand the meaning. Yeah, it's a story about the dog who uh, deep throated Arnold Palmer, and it's it's nice. not it's not it's not what you it's not what you think it is. It's not exactly what it is, but you, you'll get it. You, you have to. But it, you know, new episode came out. It's hilarious. Um, you know, there's a lot of stuff. There's a Yumi and Lore is coming to an end with Dead Stranding, so they're going to be taking votes for the next game. So keep an eye on that.
2: Good. Good for Uh, them, dude.
1: Yeah. And then there's also, and then, I mean, I I was looking at, I've just been, I've been going through the YouTube stuff, you know, since we made, you know, the transitions to YouTube, trying to figure out what's next. Like Mm -hmm. this whole, that whole meat science conversation, that's going to be a whole clip that I'm going to upload. Good do it you know like that that's good stuff you know and i've been i've been really in like a productive mood these last couple days i've been like you know i'm waking up you know i'm just like there's so much good stuff happening there's so much good content i'm thinking of like
2: it's like saturday morning you wake up at 6 a.m bright eyed and bushy tailed fucking just get after it like like use that use the energy when you fucking have the energy yeah don't -hmm. don't question don't ever question it
1: just fucking use it and actually i'm going to bring this up too we had this i had this little powwow with uh gonzo and shango yesterday Mm -hmm. and this is going to lead it to the next thing that we were just talking about jay that we were Mm going to do real quick uh and doing a meetup, we keep on talking about it. I feel like it's gonna happen. If not this year, which it doesn't look like it could be this year, we're so dude, it's already fucking July.
2: July, it's gonna be mm-hmm. like it's gonna be August, like but in, a, it, in a blink, it, and that's that's it, that that's when you're on the down the down slope of yeah, the fucking yeah. year. So it's like it really looks ahead. like
1: it really looks like next year is gonna be it's gonna be the time. You know, so that we could get together, do some Kansas City shit. You know, maybe there'll be a concert or something. But it, I've been really thinking about it, man. It's gonna happen, and I feel, and I think that we start planning now. I'm thinking maybe next spring or next summer. That's. I think it's a great idea. Like I'm trying, I'm trying to hit up my uh, my homies in Arizona because uh, I'm just trying to go to Kansas City again.
2: Well, also next, <laughs> next also also next year because I'm old as fuck. Next year is my 25th uh, high school reunion. And as of, as of this moment, I haven't been to a single one yet. And I kind of, I kind of actually wanted to go back. I haven't been, I haven't been back to Tucson in a while. So I'm kind of like overdue. So I was like, Hey, you know, fucking 2024, 25th uh, reunion. Like that'll give you a reason to fucking go back to Tucson for a couple days and shoot the shit with some cactus and fucking homies. You know what I mean? I love Uh, that bed. I'm telling you guys right now, like Kansas city is not perfect. Okay but Kansas City is so much more than like what the rest of the country fucking thinks of this. And I and, I, and it, it it is a it is such a wonderful place and it's kind of in the, this this city is kind of in the middle of, of like uh, of of a renaissance. And so yeah. like there, there's so much going on, there's so much happening here right now. It's just it's just a very bustling and kind of like happening place to be right now. And I think next next year is only going to like extend that like further. I agree. You know what I mean. So. I
1: agree, and so now this is going to segue to the next thing. I want to do this. I've been thinking about this all week. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Squilini. you've been. I didn't a- do it. You've been a very integral part of this podcast now. You've been here. You've been, you know, you, you, you've you given us your opinions. You've given us your, you know, your love, your passion. And I'm just going to say for anyone you guys are witnessing here right now, uh, as of today, I'm going to be, we, DD214, are going to be upgrading you to the official admin of the DD214 network. You've okay. done, you know, you, it's well-deserved. You, you know, you're... You know, you have a lot of great ideas. You brought so much into it. You brought a group of people to join us, you know, and then on top of that, you're also a really fucking cool guy. And I like you more than I like you a lot more than than I thought, you know, when we first met, you know, like I. I,
3: I, would, <laughs> I wouldn't say I brought a group of people. I brought two different communities together.
1: Yeah, that, that I like that. I like that. And, you know, it's really cool. And I, I just want to say thank you. You know you're the fucking man, and as we're talking, I'm actually going to do do the thing right now. But yeah, man, you're Dude, it. You're the guy.
3: I stepped in. I stepped in because y'all needed help, and that's that's all there is to it. I mean, I've just been here to help, and and I've enjoyed the fucking ride these last. God, it was it was before Christmas when I came on.
2: Yeah. Oh yes. Oh yes, it was. Well before. I've been. It, I've was been befo- I've, it was I've been before. Doing, I've been... It
3: was before even fucking Halloween. I've been doing I've
2: been doing some deep dives, and yes, it was well before. I can promise you, it was well before that. Like it was. I think, well I think
3: August will make a year that I've been on the show, at least, at, at least. least.
2: Yes, I and yeah, so that's like yeah, I, uh, yeah, I, I like how, I like how you very aptly put it, like because we needed help. <laughs> the thing the the thing with me and John is, and, and what makes me and John a lot smarter than like I'd say like your average Yogi Bear, is uh, we're not afraid to fucking ask for help. We're not afraid to ask for help. Yeah. We're not afraid to ask for help.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah,
3: and and that's you, you know were, that's you, the big thing. You, you gotta the, ask you, for
1: help. You were the right flavor Sometimes. that we you were the right flavor we needed too, you know that extra piece. I wish
3: I didn't open this beer and I just shotgunned it like. Is it on funny? Doing. Third,
1: third time's you, a charm, right?
3: To you, right? you. what did you say, John? What'd third you say?
1: time's a charm.
3: Third time is we we don't
2: you know listen. You and me, you and me, have not really changed one bit. You know what I mean? It's no. kind of like the the the, the podcast is I've, kind of, the podcast has kind of evolved and changed around us. and that's kind I would of like, say basically like the extent of like what it what
3: it like how it occurred. you know what I mean? I do would say I just, going back and watching old episodes from before I was on back when there was another third that's the other Joe that used to be here yeah, that guy. We, we still <laughs> love Joe. we still we still love do. Him. we
1: still, we still, still do. do. He's still loved. He's just an asshole. But
3: because we're <laughs> we're not right. Because we're not. Right? No, I would just I would just say definitely. I've I've kind of mellowed it out a little bit around here.
2: I'd say, and Because
3: the, and the, and
0: the, you, the, the
3: amount of rants you go on, Jade, now since I've been on the show compared to before I was here, you rant more than me. You rant more than me now. Like, and I
2: like, and I like that too. Because then, then we can kind of balance each other out a little bit. Like, mm-hmm. so like we can like we can both. We, like, but we when I rant,
3: much. I don't go as hard as you do when you rant.
2: No. And that's my, 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 my mouth has, my mouth has been a constant source of like, like a uh, uh, nervousness for both me and John. Cause there are days when like, I, I get a little emotional about stuff <laughs> a little, right. I get a little emotional about stuff. And when I go on my little spiels, yeah, it can be funny sometimes, but other times it's like, Jesus, Jay, like you're going to, you're going to get assassinated
3: <laughs> Like, you know what I mean? I mean shit. Like- <laughs> for the love of God, the two times we've got sucked in the last six months. I thought it was because of your mouth. <laughs> I, so did I because you were so in the middle I. of a rant both Anytime. fucking times it happened. Yep. You were in the middle of one of your fucking rants, just going hard, hard on some the shit. Fucking, and then next the thing, thing you know, we got fucking sucked and take, took down. And it's like, <laughs> God damn it, Jay! It's like, yeah, and then it,
2: yeah, and like, yeah.
3: That's that, that, that's that. That's only for well, us to find out that the last time wasn't because of you; it was because of my enemies.
2: Um, well, that you know what enemy enemy of my enemy is, is a friend and I, yeah that, that's right that makes that makes Zuck, that makes that makes Zuck our friend actually because that's how we, we found out who it was so you know yeah people, people want to play with us dude like we can play too but and we, i still
1: we, and we, i still think he's gonna win li- against elon
2: oh my god i don't i don't god damn, i don't even want to give fucking space in my head to that person.
1: no i know i know i, I know they, I, don't, I, don't, I hope they
2: both accidentally break their fuck break each other's necks accidentally like simultaneously that would be great. That'd be that'd be the, that'd be like that'd be like the you fucking know, perfect ending for fucking that that Jay, fight.
3: this is going to give you something to fucking rant about. Where we fucking go? If it's pay-per-view, I will pay to watch the fucking I, Elon Musk I, I will fucking hurt you if you do. If you don't fucking pirate that shit
2: website, I have you a website don't. for you. Joe, Jay, I will beat your I will beat your fucking Jay, ass if you Jay, don't, don't fucking pirate that shit, you motherfucker. Don't tell you fucking have, dare. Tell him don't I have a website for dare. it. Spend your goddamn hard-earned fucking money on those two fucking cucks, dude.
3: Fuck no. Jay, let Fuck this guy no. know how many
1: websites I have.
3: Oh. Listen, we don't need your OnlyFans I'm th- link, John. I am threatening physical violence
2: if you fucking those cucks. not mine. Okay, I'm threatening it. Okay, this is a threat. Oh, man. So,
3: so Jay. Live uh, so- on the internet. Everybody heard that, right? Yeah.
1: Yeah, we heard <laughs> it. This,
2: this is a legally binding statement. I will fucking hurt you. Okay, like-
1: <laughs> next, next thing you know, there's a lawyer.
2: It's like, God damn it, dude. Go ahead, John. What were you gonna say?
1: Oh man, no, but but yeah, uh, you had a hell of a week.
2: <laughs> More like a hell of a weekend. Like like everything everything up to that part was just fine and dandy and like pretty hunky dory normal. Okay, like <laughs> the, the, the last the last two days of my life have been like, well, fairly amazing, but at the same time, like completely exhausting. Like we we were joking uh, we were joking earlier before the show. Um, like you can kind of see like my eyes <laughs> and like how fucking exhausted I fucking look. It's it, it's no fucking joke. Like I, I am exhausted. Absolutely. The shadow from me.
3: the, the shadow from the billy, your hat actually helps cover that up.
2: Oh, does it? Well, yeah. Yeah. So, all right, here we
3: fucking go. There's Jay yeah, was- <laughs> in the towel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah. The only, only difference is I didn't have to hide my face cause I actually worked there. Right. So, hey, uh, hey, John, do you want to, uh, you want to roll that beautiful bean footage, dude? And uh, we'll, uh, we'll talk about, we'll talk about Taylor Swift. How about that? Ah, tea he swizzle. Here she comes. Oh wait, that's, you got, John, you got the, you got the roadhouse, bro, roadhouse. roadhouse? I, I thought we
3: decided oh, we were in the, the roadhouse. To, I don't remember. You were just anymore. doing it as part of your weekend review and just well, roast right, so about so it. For...
2: We'll do the road, but it'll be a long. Okay, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. I was getting ready to go into like, a, okay, that's cool. All right, all right. We confused ourselves. It's all Really? <laughs> that's why we need help. That's why we need fucking help. Anyways, anywho, all right. So
1: it's a big stage.
2: Before uh, I'm, I'm, gonna get into that. Oh my fucking god! <laughs> like, just god fucking damn it, dude! Like, all right. So I have. I'm gonna have. To, I'm gonna have to preface this whole thing by saying, there are not. There are not a lot of words to describe how extra this this entire thing was okay and when i say extra i mean on every conceivable level okay um there was so much more to this than i have ever seen in any other show sporting event venue okay like when i say extra i am talking like massively leagues and steps beyond this woman this woman is so fucking far ahead of the curve Okay, like it is Mm -hmm. it is unreal. that there there are so many different things I can I can go into and I and I'm going to here in a second. But that what I wanted to start out by saying and preface with, with was there aren't really a lot of words for it because this shit was fucking extra. All right. Extra. We've been hearing all fucking year about how goddamn expensive this thing is. And like, you know, ticket ticket prices are out of control and blah, blah, blah. Okay, I ain't got fucking I ain't got like two G's to throw down on a fucking ticket, but I bet every single one of these motherfuckers walked out of there fucking saying it was worth it, and that is really hard for me as the the type of person I am, especially with how I feel about money and capitalism and stuff like that. It's really hard for me to fucking quantify that I am gonna say like it was probably fucking worth every penny. Okay, I got to see it fucking twice. Alright, I got paid to see it twice. That's my version of capitalism. I get paid to do the shit that fucking everybody else pays out the ass for, right? Same as the army, right? Like you want you wanna fucking shoot guns and throw hand grenades? Fucking here, you wanna get paid to do it? Fuck yeah, bro. Let's fucking hit that shit, right? <laughs> God damn it. All right, so Taylor Swift, John, can you you can pull that down for just a second? Um it's it's kind of distracting me. It's like it's giving me fucking great memories, right? all right
0: oh god so, forbid you have those
2: I, I know why why would i why would i why in the fuck would i ever want to hold on to the good memories right no <laughs> um, oh my god before and real quick before real quick before i start going kind of like line by line over the over the show and like what i experienced um i'm gonna i want to i want to compare this show to two to other two other shows two other shows that i've seen that are kind of like a step above and then now that'll, that'll kind of get, you know, I can get, I can get more into, I can get more into like how far ahead Taylor Swift is. Okay. So, so, so last year, la, la, last year, me and me and my Nikki, we, we went and saw tool in Omaha. Okay. Fucking amazing. Love amazing. Fuck, oh, um, absolutely. Them. One of the absolute best concerts I've ever seen in my life. They are, they are fucking light years ahead of the curve. Okay. That, it's fucking tool. Okay. Amazing. Sonic, Sonic and visual experience. Light years ahead of the curve. Taylor Swift fucking blew him out of the water last night. In 2019, before fucking COVID happened, I saw fucking Slayer on their fucking final world tour. Amazing fucking show. Fucking pyro everywhere. Fucking amazing visual and sonic experience. Fucking Taylor Swift... Fucking blew them out of the fucking water. You
1: also saw star, star Set, Starset, who's also really good with their with their concert performances. Oh yes. Oh yes. Like I've seen not, I, I, you I've you said been, it too. Not not a big fan of them, but you admitted that they played a they hell played of a, a hell fucking of a show. show.
2: That's right. And I, I can appreciate I can appreciate production value. I can appreciate uh enter- entertainment mm-hmm. and entertainment. You,
1: you mind if I throw in some like production concerts to uh to... go ahead. Go ahead. No, you keep talking. You keep talking.
2: Yeah, I'm showing. No, it. you're fine. You're fine. It is, and and that's why I wanted to. I want. I really wanted to preface with, with that because Taylor Swift, what I what I experienced on Friday and Saturday, okay, being being last night and the night before for us going live uh, this morning on Sunday, what I experienced was so far beyond any anything I've ever experienced before. Like it is, it is legitimately, it is legitimately hard to describe. Like how how much better. Her production, her entertainment, her as a fucking entertainer. Period. Okay, Con- dude, Kanye was fucking dead wrong, dude. Like, oh by the way, Beyonce's coming to fucking Arrowhead in October. She just pushed her date back. I can't wait to fucking work that show just so I can compare the two. Okay, and I got, I, I, I got, I got fucking money that says fucking her show ain't fucking shit compared to Taylor Swift's, dude. There's no fucking way. I'm gonna call it right now. There's no
3: fucking way. Okay. Gonna so, go from watching, uh, from, from pulling security at a Beyonce concert to that Sunday yeah. pulling security for a Chiefs game. <laughs> you guys, do you guys, do you guys see that? Like John, go back to that stage if you can
2: see the stage. So like the main stage is in like one end zone, okay, and then it goes mm-hmm. out and it kind of made that, that that it makes that diamond shape in the middle. That's about midfield, and then where it goes out into a T, that's close to the fucking opposite end zone. This 34-year-old this woman played a 40-plus song set both nights, and she was walking up and down that motherfucker the entire goddamn time.
3: I'd die. Friday night. Friday fucking night.
1: Look how big that stage is, I do, bro.
3: I do want to was... point out the fact that me and Taylor Swift are the exact same age.
2: 34. She's fucking, dude, she was yeah. born in 1989. It's like one of her fucking albums. Yeah. Or some shit. I don't, I'm, I'm 34 like, also.
1: You seem to know a lot, Jay. I know a lot
2: more after fucking two nights of that shit. Are you kidding me? Like, See, I, two I, got, nights I got, he's
1: a Swifty. He's, he's got, got, got
2: face, the whole knowledge. I got Facebook, bro. I got Facebook. No, this shit, bro. John, like, let
3: me, let me reverse to last week's episode when he started talking about how he was working this, this weekend. Oh, he was already, and how threatened. he already said he was a Swifty. So oh, yeah. he's I just li- a bigger Swifty now because now he's seen her live oh, no and idea. sees the production value oh. behind her.
2: Hold on, hold on, John. What do I always judge fucking concerts and, and performers and, and performances on? When I when I do security.
1: Oh shit, dude! Just that... said it like
2: a week or two ago. Dude,
1: I, you you've said a few of them throughout this the show fans. though. The, the, the fans. fans. Yep, the energy. The
2: fans. Like I I, ju- I I the biggest thing I judge concerts and performances off of is the fucking fans. All right. Like this oh, this yeah. was so far on a different level. Like I have never seen I have never seen the concourses <laughs> for any event so empty. When that when she she went on at 8 p.m. promptly both nights.
1: No one went to the bathroom.
2: No one. Like, it was a fucking ghost town on Friday night. I have never seen the concourse for any event, any concert, any, any, any show, game, you know, anything. There's always people on the fucking concourse. Somebody's buying a beer. Somebody's taking their kid to the pisser. Uh, merchandise tables, whatever. Like, ghost town. The minute she started and went on ghost town, everyone was in that fucking bowl. Everyone was in that fucking bowl, dude. Like, and they stayed the whole fucking time just like that.
3: I'm just going to throw out that if I paid 2000 to $3,000 for fucking tickets. Yeah. When the main act, the reason I paid that goes on. I'm not walking away to not be able to see shit. That's what I said. So like, I'm going to make sure to chug down the rest of my last beer before the, the prior act is done. Run go grab another beer and be back in my fucking spot with know, a fresh beer by the time she goes on. Do you know
2: do you know how do you know how long she played on Friday night? 3 hours and 45 minutes. Her set was 3 hours and 45 fucking minutes on Damn. Friday night.
1: They're saying she made 46 million dollars just from these just from to the two, two nights. Concerts,
2: I wouldn't bla- Oh, by the way, since since like everybody like you know we talk about Kansas City and Arrowhead all the time and shit like 72,000 plus.
1: Oh, there's Both the bracelets. Nights.
2: Both fucking nights. Yeah. These fucking bracelets. I got a couple from my fucking my, my my Homies the Swifties, dude. Like I got a couple. Uh 70 so we're talking we're talking 144,000 plus screaming Taylor Swifties, dude. Like and do and when I say like everything about this was so much extra. The stage the stage lit up and it was like it was like it was lit up by like LED lights and like high def like screens and like it, like the, like she'd have all this stuff for like different songs like while she's walking around like mm. it, like it is like the, there was fucking pyro there was fireworks okay there's hydraulics okay there's like everything you can imagine for a show she she had she had something in there she played acoustic sets she played the fucking piano Okay. She had dance routines. She played every motherfucking song she's ever had on the fucking radio. And then she played fucking more. Okay. Like when I say 40 plus songs, I am not fucking exaggerated. Like both fucking nights. Like it was so extra. And this lady is 34 years old, walking a fucking hundred goddamn yards back and forth, doing dance routines, getting up on top of shit. Remembering the goddamn lines and lyrics to her own fucking songs. You know what I mean? Like, Holy fucking shit. Like, like, there is no, like, Slayer didn't do it. Tool didn't fucking do it. Okay? Like, motherfucking Taylor Swift just showed the world, like, that the world can suck her dick, dude. Okay? Like, oh, the whole world is, like, on her fucking dick right now. All right? Because, well, like, no, nobody, nobody, nobody has ever, like, I've never seen this, this shit ever before. Like, every show I've ever been, I don't care how how well or not well I like a, a, a recording artist over her. Okay, there is no fucking denying, there is not a single fucking entertainer alive that's better than her right now. I will straight up say it right now: there is no entertainer alive better than her right now.
1: Not even Sam Smith.
2: Who the fuck is that? Fuck him. Fuck that motherfucker, dude. No, fuck no. Michael Jackson's dead, homie. MC Hammer, fuck MC Hammer, fucking retired. Okay, like, like there is no fucking entertainer in the entire world better than her right now, and I will fucking bet. I'll bet the house on it. That's nobody, a clip. Nobody can fucking put nobody can pull off what she pulled off last night. They're all pussies. No. No, they're all pussies. No, they're all gonna will, they're all have this like sub dude. Like, no, fuck no. no I will say
3: pussies. from from the clip that John showed at the beginning that we had to turn off because it was distracting you, Jay. I will say the only band I've seen put on a good performance live outside of just watching the clips from the Casey. Arrowhead Swift concert. Slipknot. Slipknot puts on a phenomenal fucking performance. I have I've to seen, second I have to, I have to I have to second that
1: because I've seen, seen I've seen, seen a lot of bands. Yeah. Now, I've,
3: I wouldn't say I wouldn't, I, say I wouldn't say they I, are above Swift. Unfortunately, not. no matter how much that breaks my heart to fucking say, sorry you. Corey Taylor, Sorry, Slayer, they have sorry, a bigger, Slayer. they have
1: like, a, the, the Swifties are a much bigger cult following than anything out there.
2: That, yeah. That's, yeah, that's another point I want to get into, dude. Was the fans well,
3: like, and that's that's the big are. thing because, like, so I've always listened to Slipknot. First time I saw them live was in 2019. My fiance is a big Slipknot fan,
1: I've seen Slipknot 12 times,
3: and they were in Virginia for a show. We got tickets, we went. Drove what five and a half lies. hours to go to the fucking concert. S- stood there for seven hours for the concert. Yo. Like in the pit at a Slipknot show. First time I'd ever seen him live. And it was an amazing show. Unfortunately, I don't have the money to blow to go see fucking Taylor Swift and I don't work security for fucking Arrowhead Stadium, so I'm never going to fucking see Taylor Swift. There's probably gonna be like there's probably gonna be like a Netflix
2: special of this tour, dude. Like come out someday, I promise. Yeah, but, like I, do, I, I have it. to
1: say though, uh to piggyback what Squilini was saying, I've seen Slipknot 12 times. I even had the I even had the chance of going backstage, like when meeting Lincoln Park back in like two thousand and six or something like that, when they it was for the music as a weapon tour, Slipknot. I meant disturbed Lincoln Park, Slipknot. And I remember like just like I haven't seen Slipknot in years. We're talking about the Iowa days, which is the best Slipknot album. Uh, death. Yeah, I'm actually... Digitalized Death. Welcome. I I I I know that Anders... I don't know if you know this, Jay. There was an original singer of Slipknot called Anders Colsefni. Album used to be called Make, Feed, Kill, Repeat. That original singer is going on tour in Australia right now doing that tour, which is pretty cool. Look, no, because there's a cult following just for that album alone. But in the rock stance, yeah, Slipknot is the best they have they they just they're the best when it comes
3: to when it comes to live performance yes i i wouldn't say they're the best rock band but
1: but their shows but i will say easy competition you have little nas x little nas x his concerts are phenomenal i i watch a lot of concerts on youtube you also got the deftones who have also great setup but then you have like tool Cool, um, nine inch nails, amazing. the queens of the the queens of the Stone Age, who I've I've never I've gotten to see and I've always I've wanted to them. see. I heard Pantera. I I saw Pantera in 1999 and in 2001, and those you know during that we didn't have the screens and the lights then. But oh my god, um, I but can we can we talk um, about Taylor Swift again?
3: Yeah, we're getting getting
1: there. You know, there's so there's so many. We're having uh, a
3: conversation,
1: Jay. Going to see them on July 29th in Pittsburgh. Yeah, I mean, I I I actually wouldn't mind seeing. uh, pantera with zach wilde new Jersey's zone but it's just like concerts are so fun they've gotten so intricate with the screens and the lights uh you know but for me i i really just want to see star set i'm mad that you got to see star set before i do because you didn't even know who the fuck they were why are you that's what makes john? me mad why are you hating john like i hate i hate i hate that you have a cool job that's what, that's, I what, hate. Dude, that's what we yeah. were
2: talking about. That's what we were talking about last night, dude. Like late into the evening was like, I, I, I didn't get out of the fucking army and move back to like my birthplace of Kansas city, Missouri. So I could be fucking miserable. At, like a goddamn 40 hour week suck fest, you know, like sucking somebody else's dick for beer money. You know what I mean? I want to no. suck. I want to suck my own dick. I want the world. I want the world well, to suck my fucking dick. Okay. And it well, is right
3: I'm going to, I'm going to say I hate both of you for having cool jobs because I actually have to work for somebody for, eight hours a day and then do my content. Unlike John who just gets to produce podcasts all day. And I'm like Jay who gets to go see fucking Taylor Swift free because he works security twice free twice, not free, not free. I got,
2: I got fucking paid. I got fucking paid to do that. I I just made like 24 hours, 24 hours in fucking two days at like over like, like I don't, I don't remember what they, I think they bumped us up this, 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 this year to like 23 something. And like, freaking like yeah well that's you can easily do it to yourself any any day when you just like free, free yourself from the fucking shackles of the world right and I'd, I'd like to say that it's easy to do that it is not i know it's a struggle and like like trust trust me when i say like we live in a very blue collar neighborhood so like the jobs that i do are very humbling sometimes like very very humbling i i don't well I'm, I'm not like official arrowhead security i'm not official security at kaufman like i work i work with people that are like in the same dire straits as everybody else like that like this is like their third fourth fifth job you know like and it's like I just I have the I have the freedom of movement to choose how much I either work or don't work right now and that's that is a very I'm very blessed to be in that position very grateful
1: thank you digitalized death I just realized digitalized death is double D's like ours
2: we got fucking huge ones double D's bro huge (laughs) fucking huge
1: (laughs) Oh man, so you some want to be, get it... some, people, some
2: people say all you need is a handful, man. I say fucking take all you can fucking get. Take all you can fucking get. No, none world, of us the world's gonna none take of us are 101st.
1: We're not that no. we're not that fucking cool. Fuck you, no. bro. I'm
2: sport, dude. Hold on. Fucking hold on there. I got plenty of friends that came out 101st, and that's great. There's like several very story battalions no, in there, but I'm ow. saying
1: I'm I'm saying oh. we're not we're not cool like that. We didn't make it. I didn't make it.
2: I just didn't get stationed there. I I mean yeah. I mean that's all of, that Chris, happened with Bane. I think Chris Bodette got stationed there. He Beth, got are, are you 101?
1: It's so. funny. I saw a video, a short the other day, of um it's called um the page is called Ben Dover's, and it's a military page. There's a bunch of shorts on it. And this this dude, this this new boots had a 101 patch. He put the he bought the patch. From the PX during boot camp and put the patch on his shoulder, uh, yeah. Not fucking wise. Not fucking wise. Yeah, so you gotta really imagine what the hell happened. Oh, well, welcome, man.
2: Yeah, absolutely, it's great to have you. It's great to have you. And by the way, freaking, I got, I got, uh, I got a bunch of brothers that freaking came out of hundred first. Freaking dudes that came out of no slack. Freaking dudes that came out of a stone. All them fucking motherfucking Tory fucking graffiti motherfuckers in Afghanistan. Every goddamn time I was there. I still got respect for you Tory motherfuckers, too. All right. So fucking it's all good. It's all good. We love the 101st here. Oh, I was shit. Fucking, I was fucking four. I was fucking four I.D. I was four. I was four I.D. fucking most of my career. And I spent previous time uh, attached to uh, fourth fourth MEB. But that's that's a whole nother story for another day. Can we talk yeah. about Taylor Swift now? Okay, let's go into the next stuff. Would you have more about Taylor Swift? I wasn't even close to done. You guys started talking about Slipknot, bro. And like just threw me fucking way off the rails.
1: Well Boo. at least I well. Boo. <laughs> he's a he's a Swifty now.
2: I always oh, was. No, I let's hear let's
1: hear what else you got.
2: Well, I, I didn't even I didn't even start talking about the crowd. Like the actual oh, crowd that's like, right. dealing dealing with 72,000 oh, people. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, not surprised. There you go, Jay. Not surprised. Not surprised. Freaking so the crowd. Uh the the the, the crowd the crowd was fucking uh primarily primarily female, okay? Very female centric. There's plenty of dudes there too. Okay? Uh very heavy representation from the LGBTQ community, which is fucking awesome. All right? I fucking saw like like the costumes. So many people came dressed in costumes. Costumes from like her music videos, shit she's appeared in. Fucking like bro, like the whole night, no- like, I'm talking I've been to fucking ICP concerts, right? Slayer concerts. People that have like a legitimate, like, cult fucking following, right?
3: Oh my God. Who the hell cares?
2: God, you suck, dude.
1: You fucking <laughs> suck, dude. You really just don't want to hear this shit, do you? you no, really no, just... it, no, 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 no. It's ICP. Shut up, bitch. It's ICP. ICP. Which one?
2: All of it. All of it? Oh, you just freaking <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> hey, man. Hey, you know, and you know what? Like, that's, that's, when I say this is like leagues, leagues beyond and like levels above. Seventy-two thousand people filled this fucking place up. They stayed in their fucking seats the entire time. They knew every line of just about <clears throat> every song she sang, aside from some of the very, very newest ones.
1: Like the new shit.
2: Like I'm like the very, very newest. I'm talking like shit that came out three months ago. They were singing along with her. Okay, I'm talking about shit she like just barely dropped. And like there is, it, it is, it is. I it, the the fans of her are unparalleled like i have never seen a fan a fan kingdom quite like the swifties okay this this yeah fucking who you like hank williams the third dude, and fucking like uh ass jack and fucking like he was in he was in fucking uh he was in goddamn um super joint ritual with motherfucking phil ensemble okay motherfuckers oh, didn't baby. know that motherfuckers didn't thought jay did but- Motherfuckers thought Jay didn't know his fucking shit, dude. Like fucking super joint ritual, man. Fuck yeah, Hank Williams the third, dude. I
1: don't fucking play here, homie. I didn't even know he was his super superjoint. Blood, him for, super dude, joint blood for
2: blood, man. Blood for blood, bro. Like, let's let's go on this shit. Like, dude, like there is no there's no comparison to her her fans. You know, like everybody was represented, freaking everybody was flying their flags fucking proudly, dude. Any impersonators? Oh yeah. Like, dude, like it was like I saw I saw everything last night. I saw fucking Beautiful women fucking, you know, dressed to the nines. People dressed up as Taylor Swift. Girls dressed like boys. Boys dressed like girls. Girls dressed like boys dressed like girls. Like, I saw it all. I saw it fucking all. And it was fucking beautiful. And to hear them sing, it wasn't just her singing. It wasn't just her show. To hear the crowd in Kansas City, Missouri, at Arrowhead Stadium, packed to the fucking gills, singing their goddamn hearts out. They don't just sing along. These motherfuckers from the crowd were like singing their fucking hearts out. I saw more fucking mascara streaks. Okay. At the end of the night than when I used to be a fucking single soldier in the army. Okay. Like, like I'm talking like, it was fucking like, like moms holding their fucking crying daughters, having like the fucking best moment of their fucking lives together. Okay. Dads, dad's fucking holding on to their baby girls, dude. Like fucking like just praying, praying that they'll remember it someday. You know what I mean? I've had those fucking moments. There was times where I had to fucking like walk walk back out of the goddamn tunnel just to collect myself for a moment because I was getting caught up in that shit. Like it was hard not to when you are just like absolutely inundated and flooded with it. It was beautiful, like the, the, like when you when when you brought up those pictures of like all the wristbands and when they're all lit up. Yeah, I would I w- I was on the fucking third level. I was in the fucking nosebleeds, you know, doing my doing like that was where my section was. So I had Must this have been e- like
1: a C, like a C. This,
2: it, I w- it was like walking out into a fucking, a sea of fucking stars and, and to know that like everybody there was like, there together and like, they were all that into it. And like, they loved each other that much. They love her that much. Taylor loves them that much. On Friday night, I saw the crowd at Arrowhead, she, like Taylor Swift got choked up for a second. She sang this fucking song, which I know. And you guys are going to hear me out when I say this, because I know, I know people do this a lot at concerts. She sang this song as one one of the songs she's playing on piano, and apparently it's written about like her grandmother. People people pulled out their fucking phones and fucking like lit the place up, and like when she fucking stopped playing that fucking song, like she had to collect herself. And I saw her do it, like you know me right? Like I you know observant, I, very very observant. And I also have emotional disturbances in my life, so like I know what it looks like when you're like just fucking holding it in for a second. And she actually I saw her like visibly distract herself. By looking at the fans, she distracted herself away from the emotion by looking at her fucking fans and smiling at them, and then like she collected herself before she spoke. And like I'm getting choked up even fucking talking about it.
1: I can that's hear. That's what it. Is,
2: like. That's the fucking energy in Kansas City right now. That is the vibe in Kansas City. That's that's why I love my fucking goddamn birthplace so fucking much. It's it's different here, and people bring a different vibe. And it's so it's so much more positive than people want it to be. And like they they, they call they call this place flyover country. I'm here to tell you that I'm living in the middle of a fucking renaissance and it's fucking beautiful to experience it. I'm a very lucky man. I'm a very humbled and grateful man. Okay. That I get to do stuff like this and, sh- and share my stories with you guys. Like, y- yes, I'm still living on a, like, in a, an adventure and yes, sometimes I still feel like Peter Pan, even though I'm not never Neverland anymore, but it's fucking beautiful. It's amazing. And I will say it again. There is no entertainer on earth as good as Taylor Swift right now rant complete joe are you are 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 you are you happy guys you can talk about fucking slipknot again like are you guys happy
1: oh man
2: what a bitch Le- leave it leave it to the mp to be a bitch <laughs>
1: Bruh um <laughs> oh, man uh, so we have okay what wrong button <laughs> my bad my bad
2: you suck no you don't I love you guys oh, oh, shit. Shit. i love you I, I, I love you I love you guys I love you guys so man.
1: we got a wall of shame
2: Okay. Oh, Are we starting? Okay, so we're gonna start with the bad and go into the good. I'm assuming is that what we're doing? It's
1: it's gonna be a it's gonna be a mix up. I'm trying to find this guy's name right now. Oh, uh, no, we don't have his name. But an army major has lost his gold star family's life insurance money when he was enriching himself.
2: Oh knock um, and- sucker. An
1: what? Army Reserve officer was charged Thursday facing allegations he defrauded Gold Star families by losing $3.4 million while making $1.4 million in commissions. Federal authorities on Friday said that Kaz Craffy, who they described as currently a major in the Army Reserve, what's up with all these majors doing weird shit?
2: Remember, <laughs> when we pr- talked, remember when we talked a couple weeks ago and I said, like, on the enlisted side, it's E7. And on the fucking officer side, it's fucking 04. <laughs> right fucking <laughs> there, there you bro. Go. Right fucking there, dude
1: uh so they described as currently a major he misappropriated money between 2008 and 2022 that he was supposed to be investing for families of dead soldiers and instead of assisting them he allegedly made them put their money into their investment accounts he privately managed outside official duties for the army and in one case he allegedly misappropriated fifty thousand dollars from a minor whose parent died on active duty oh dude holy dude yeah so dude, that fucking, asshole. dude off
2: with his fucking head bro like you fucking yeah. how big of a fucking piece of shit are you dude like like literally you wear the fucking uniform you fucking piece of shit because that's what you are you fucking piece of shit army fucking major but wait
1: there's more on top of using investment portfolios he, he made high-risk investments far beyond what was agreed upon with the families that did not properly diversify those huge investments, opening up those families to enormous losses.
2: Oh, my fucking God, dude. Like, oh, my fucking God. Fucking A, Cardenas. Fucking A, Cardenas. Fucking, that's exactly, like, that's exactly what the fuck I'm talking about, dude. Five minutes alone. Just give me five. Yep. I, don't, like, I don't even need. I don't even need a lot of time. Just give me yeah, five. and fucking for minutes. context, the, sol-
1: minutes, and for context, soldiers they sign up for the service That's members' group life. They they sign up for the service members' group life insurance, the SGLI. That program through the Department of Veterans Affairs it pays out five hundred thousand dollars to families of service members who die on or off duty. Uh, the military services often provide families with financial counselors to help them manage the money. Uh, but Crafty had been in the Army Reserve since two thousand and three. Uh, his LinkedIn profile, using his name, outlines an extensive background in finance, including a bachelor's degree in finance from Saint John's University and a master's of finance from Rutgers Business School, which is here in New Jersey. Uh, the and the Chargers say that Caffey has worked with at least five wealth management companies.
2: Mm. Like I, um, I'm a little, I'm a little ag- agitated right now. Like I, I'm really like I
1: yeah it's it's oh
2: like that this is these are the ones that like really get my go dude like i'm not like it fucking fuck you like fucking fuck you fuck you now this is this is exciting
1: the u.s is set to destroy its last chemical weapon closing a chapter dating to world war one i know where that is yep at a sprawling military installation in the middle of rolling Oh, oh, wait a minute. I think, oh, okay. At a sprawling military installation in the middle of the rolling greens hills of eastern Kentucky, a milestone is about to reach the history of warfare dating back to World War I. Workers at the Bluegrass Army Depot are close to destroying rockets filled with GB nerve agents that are the last of the United States declared chemical weapons and completing a decades-long campaign to eliminate a stockpile by the end of the Cold War totaled more than 300,000 tons.
2: Oh, Yes. Oh, yes. And there's the uh, chemical depot outside of uh, Pueblo, Colorado um, that a lot of people thought I might go work at after I got out of the army and like yeah. stay, stay in Pueblo. And I was like, sorry, guys, I, lo- I love you guys. and I love I love Pueblo, Colorado. It was my it was my home for seven years, but I didn't feel like um, working at an army depot. And it's a chemical depot, which means once the chemicals are gone where's your job go john <laughs> right just saying just just throwing it out there so yep. why like i chose not to stay in pueblo colorado and move back to the place Mike.
1: yep and there's actually a deadline uh dating all the, dating to september 30th of this year uh f- to destroy its remaining chemical weapons under the international chemical weapons convention which took effect in 1997 and was joined by 193 countries the munitions being destroyed these are are countries that
2: act in good faith by the way not 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 countries like russia and china and north korea
1: just just throw that out there these are countries
2: that actually act in good faith
1: Mm -hmm. yep uh so it says the munitions being destroyed are the last of 51,000 M55 rockets with the nerve agent, a deadly toxin known as sarin. that have been stored yeah, at the bro. depot at the depot since the 1940s. This is really cool to to hear. You know that they're going out with the old and then with the new nuclear power. So
2: can I can I can I throw something yeah. in here? Of course. Uh, so what? When I say like countries that act in good faith. We saw fucking sarin gas deployed during the Syrian civil war. I saw what, what you can see what it does to human beings in in living color. There's a reason, there's a reason that the United States is acting in good faith and destroying these weapons. There is, there, there is nothing nice about chemical weapons. And I'm telling you guys right now, like from experience, Joe knows, Joe knows, John knows. I know they are, they're very scary. There's a reason. There's a reason during World War Fucking Two, there's a reason nobody used chemical weapons. Like I'm, i I, I cannot overstate that enough. Everybody wonders why nobody used chemical weapons in World War Two. It's because everybody still had living memory of all the fucking poor bastards that came back fucked up from World War One. Yeah, like, like keep that in
3: fucking mind. So so go ahead, go ahead, go ahead.
0: No, no like well, I going, mean,
3: yeah, going going in good faith and fucking doing this. Is the best thing because
0: yeah. nothing really, good it has it really come is.
3: from any of these chemical agents or nerve toxins, neurotoxins, or anything that have been used. Um, yeah. This is no, this is I mean, this
2: is shit. Where some of these are so goddamn bad, you don't even have to fucking breathe it in. If it gets on mm-hmm. your skin, you are fucking done. You are fucking done. Like like there there is no there's no overstating how scary chemical weapons actually are like if you've not been if you've not go ahead i was scrubbed to be deconned in iraq after finding chlorine and mustard gas fucking rockets that isis has made yeah that's that's my boy cardinas mm-hmm. that's what the fucking engineers do homies they don't fucking play all right like that's the shit i'm talking about we we have been fucking exposed to a lot of stuff we got the fuck we got the fucking briefings you didn't so trust trust the army guys and the fucking marine guys the ground pounders especially fucking when we say chemical weapons should be fucking destroyed you guys you guys do not want to fucking play with those things they are fucking bad and they do not discriminate if the wind if the wind if the wind blows the wrong goddamn way you're gonna you're gonna goddamn chemical weapon your own ass you know what i mean like like there's a reason we don't fucking want these things at all like period Go, go ahead go ahead i'm i'm let me wind down here a little bit. No, that's it
1: with down. that one. Um, our ah. next one, and and
2: well,
3: um, before we before we go, go onto on the go next ahead. one, I've got something from this that I that I discovered earlier this week, and I just want to see if either of y'all have ever seen this fucking monstrosity. Hey, digitized death.
2: That's a, my my first my first my first deployment. That's exactly what I did.
3: What in the world? This is referred to as The Thing. The Thing. The United States military wanted a tank that could just fuck shit up. And that was it. So they got together with farmers. Farmers. The farmers in the Marine Corps designed this motherfucking thing. It's got six 100-millimeter fucking recoilless rifles attached to it. Uh Uh-huh. You want to know how they aim it? Each recoilless rifle has a fifty millimeter fucking gun attached to the top of the fucking rifle.
2: Awesome, I love it. Sign me up. It's a little, it's a little out of date now, but back back in the day, I could see that possibly fucking some. So they used
3: it. They used it in the Dominican Republic, the Marine Corps. So once it was tested, it was shown to the Army and the Marine Corps. The army said, "Oh fuck no because to reload this thing, somebody had to get out the motherfucker to reload each of the six guns." So the We're, army was yeah, like, "We, we don't it. want it."
2: That's right. Yeah, that yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> the, yeah Marine Marine
3: said, the Marine Corps said, the Marine Corps said, "We'll take three. rifles
2: are your friend. Recoilless rifles are your friend, Brandon Cleary, just letting you know. Like they're your friend. Like my like my old, like my old pal, right? Freaking The Marine yeah.
3: Corps said, The Marine Corps looked at the, looked at the company that made them and said, we'll take three hundred. There was no job specialty, no uh, operator's manual, nothing for how to use this thing. They gave 300 of them to the United States Marine Corps. And then after they got done in Dominican Republic, when Vietnam started, they took all 300 of these fuckers to Vietnam. Did this hold any chemical,
1: chemical missiles in them? Or it was just like mm-hmm. just regular recoilless rifles
2: like dude I just... I got to fire I got to fire uh, a Carl, uh, Carl Gustav fucking one time and that was really fucking cool you know what I mean but like yeah at the beginning of at the beginning of the, the war in Ukraine which we'll get to later on in the show freaking yeah. uh that's how that's how Ukraine was basically like holding off the fucking Russians was like recoilless rifles. Yeah and blowing up so, tank, blowing up fucking tanks with them basically
3: so th- when they tested this thing to show the the army and the marine corps the power the backblast from all six guns broke brick lo- bricks loose on the bomb shelter they were standing in and broke all the glass in every vehicle they rode out to the bomb shelter in.
2: i it's primitive it's primitive but it works right like that's kind of like like what are you <laughs> gonna, like what are you gonna do you know what I mean like what are you gonna do what are you gonna do what yeah. do we got
1: next Bucking, John uh, okay so this one actually I got some stuff here Brent. I actually had a conversation with Brandon Cleary about this okay. uh, re- recruits uh, okay. wouldn't be tested for marijuana under proposed defense bill amendment Um, The article here states from military.com, military recruits and prospective officers wouldn't have to go testing for marijuana under a proposed amendment to the annual defense bill. Uh, uh, Who? Matt Matt, Gates. Matt uh, Gates?
2: That fucking piece of shit actually introduced that bill?
1: has filed an amendment wow. to the National Defense Authorization Act, or the NDAA, that would bar the military services from making someone take a test for cannabis as a condition of enlisting or commissioning. In quote, he says, our military is facing a recruitment and retainment crisis unlike any other time in American history. I do not wow. believe that prior use of cannabis should exclude Americans from enlisting in the armed forces. We should embrace them for stepping up to serve our country.
2: Hey, a broken clock is right twice a day. By the way, Matt Gates is a fucking fascist. But a a broken, a broken clock is fucking right twice a day, apparently. Cause like that, that's, it's a very common sense bill to be introduced. Like it it really is common sense. Mm -hmm. Like I, I remember my my recruit, my recruiter, especially when I was, I joined a lot older, you know, my recruiter told me pretend it's the 1980s and just say no. And that's what I fucking did. And that's what I fucking did. Like, and, and, and it it is what it is. It is what it is. It's, it's, I'm, I'm a product. I'm a product of when I joined. And the, and the era, the era that I joined, that I joined, um, I will like the, 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 the cannabis issue with not just the army, but the entire fucking United States military. Uh, first off, marijuana should have never been fucking outlawed in the first place. It goes against uh, a couple of fucking amendments in the constitution actually. But the fact that it was the drug war is obviously a fucking bunk bullshit thing. By the way, everybody has said we've, you know, like we lost the war on drugs all that means, just to quote one of my fucking favorite comedians, Bill Hicks, like that people on drugs won won a war on drugs. Like, get the fuck out of my face with that shit. Yeah, you know, like all, so, all the all the fucking boomers mm-hmm. taking their fucking benzos and fucking, you know, like fucking codeine and shit. Mm-hmm. Like, you're going to get mad at some kids for fucking smoking reefer behind behind the fucking alley in a ditch yep. somewhere, you know, like, so get the fuck I, out of here with that I have shit. here
1: in quote, I, I, I wrote to Brandon this morning I, for some insight. And he says, so this has been talked about amongst recruiting command for a while. From my understanding, if this makes it to law, it would allow individuals to enlist commission with a positive DAT test for THC it would not affect current DOD drug policy while in service. So basically, you could fail the drug test at MEPS to enlist, but once you sign the dotted line, no more usage. And I asked I'll, him, I was... Cu- and I'll give I, him that for now. I'll give him yeah. that for now. So I, I
3: did ask It won't be like, long before that changes.
1: Yeah, and then I did ask I was curious once I saw this, I didn't know how to take it because, well, when you're drug tested, doesn't the test try to detect everything? And he said, yep, the test is basically everything, even CBD, Delta A, all that shit while... Cause a positive result he added in this funny story too we had a guy who kept failing a drug test at our office for months and he sweared up and down that he stopped smoking months ago turned out his shampoo or body wash had hemp in it and he stopped using it and the next week he passed
2: interesting interesting i think i think uh cannabis should be excluded from every fucking uh drug drug test fucking from now on period i actually i actually my my comp <coughs> excuse me my security company is getting taken over by another one and next week, next week, or actually, excuse me, this week. Now it's fucking Sunday. This week I'm taking a drug test, and I'm just gonna declare it because guess what? I ain't fucking stopping using cannabis. Okay. Yeah. Like now, again, d- didn't get out of the army to stop fucking smoking. I also,
1: okay? I also, also want to say too, like, you know, Cardina says there's a, the opioid pe- epidemic is bigger issue. Now I don't, I don't know what you guys have experienced. I don't know the a people lot. that you've been around. Now there was a guy that I remember. Um, in in boot camp, who was addicted to tramadol, you know, and you know, it, boy, boy, I
2: bet it fucked him up when he got in those first well, few days. Well,
1: yeah, it? let me tell you something. He he had to restart four times because he kept on sneaking out of the base and kept on getting caught. You know, he, he kept on sneaking out of the base. They kept on restarting him, and you know, and the big thing. Every time I saw him, he'd ask me because I had my foot injury. Do you have any tramadol? I'd be like, Get the fuck out of here! This is my tramadol.
2: This is mine. Jesus, John.
1: J- yeah. Jesus. You know, and then I'm not even going to lie. I even had a bit of a, a little blunder with tramadol myself, you know, because, you know, it. <laughs> Drugs are bad. Okay? Drugs, are, Drugs bad, are bad, you know, okay? but, but it's, it's they, true. And they, then Cardina the says, work. dude, dude, I walked into my recruiting station in 2000 and I told them I smoked today and they told me to stop and I did, you know, like there was a lot like you go to a recruiting station, I, my recruiter pretty much told me to stop. I still failed my drug test. I still failed my drug test, and he still said, you're still going.
2: I, th- I think soldiers should be allowed to fucking smoke weed the same way they're allowed to drink.
1: Yeah. Next, uh, next we have mm-hmm. the, pe- the Pentagon. This is for America, baby. The Pentagon will no longer offer support to movie makers who censor their movies for China. Good. The ar- the Why the article- fuck would they in the first place? Uh, so, our, our favorite senator, Ted Cruz, said, What does it say to the world when oh, Maverick? Another fucking <laughs> another fucking corporate
2: sucker, yeah. talk? <laughs> Jesus
1: Christ. He said, What does it say to the world when Maverick is scared of the Chinese communist? He I said,
2: agree. I, I, know- I, again, broken clocks are right twice a day. I, 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 yep. I'm not going to argue with yeah. him on that one.
1: So, he, he said it in the floor speech while discussing the fiscal 2023 defense policy bill. He was referring to what some eagle-eyed viewers saw in the trailer for the long-awaited Top Gun sequel. It turns yeah, out
2: no, the no no flag of Taiwan, right?
1: Yep. Taiwan that,
2: that, is a thing. That, the repo- the actual Republic of and China. Japan. And, and,
1: and Japan. And <laughs> Japan.
2: And fucking Japan. Motherfuckers. <laughs> mother yeah, Fuck so you, the G. reason
1: reported was because the studio tried to appease Tencent, a Chinese-based backer of the film. Now, we've talked about Tencent before on this show. Yeah. They, We have. And, you know, they're they're another global conglomerate that likes to suck dick. A political said it obtained the Mm -hmm. recent Pentagon document that says the U.S. military will no longer offer technical assistance to filmmakers unless they offer a pledge that the final product won't be off altered for approval from the Chinese government.
2: We don't need We don't need China's approval for a fucking thing. That's right. They want to fucking, they want to fuck around and find out, fucking like get the fuck out of our face with that yeah. bullshit.
1: Yeah. And it says, and it says too, this policy has been a long time coming. In 2020, in May 2023, Ted Cruz, as a member of the Senate Foreign Relations Committee, introduced the Stopping Censorship, Restoring Integrity, Protecting Talkies Act or the Script Act an amendment to the fiscal 2023 defense policy bill which would limit or end defense department technical assistance to hollywood production if those productions censor their films for viewing for too long hollywood has been complicit in china's censorship and propaganda in the name of bigger profits and the Agreed. script act will serve as a wake-up call for forcing hollywood studios to choose between the assistance they need from the american government and the dollars they want from china correct i, I i'm i'm all about this me too. You know, I, yeah. I, I'm all, and I'm also about this, too, because I, I believe in accuracy in film, you know, and, and to take that away, you're taking away an accuracy. You're kind of like making it non-existent, which is even well, worse. That's
2: what, that's what fucking China does. They yeah. censor everything. They, yeah. don't, yep. they don't allow their people and they don't want their people to even have a fucking vote or a voice or fucking it. They, they want they want their people to just be complicit. Okay. There's mm-hmm. there's, a, there's a fucking there's a fucking Muslim genocide occurring in China right now. People are being used as fucking slave labor, literal slave labor in China right now. I'm not afraid to say this out loud. I'm not afraid to say it in public. It's fucking happening. Yeah. Fuck, chi- fuck China. Fuck Xi. Okay. Fuck them all, dude. Like yep. you're all com- you're all complicit. And like I hate that Hollywood fucking chooses fucking dollars over fucking literal slave labor, literal slave labor and a genocide that is occurring right now. Just throwing it out there, guys. Now I I got my DD-214. I don't have to fucking censor myself anymore. How about that? How about that?
1: Now let's go to a little lighthearted news. Have you seen a Humvee? Because the military would like it back, please.
0: (laughs) (laughs) What? What?
1: If you see a multi-tone vehicle on the road with canvas doors and camo paint job, it's not a tricked-out Hummer. It's stolen fucking property. All right, guys. The high mobility, multi purpose wheeled vehicle, also known as the Humvee, was stolen from the Santa Rosa National Guard Armory over the holiday weekend, according oh, to Sergeant Michael Ball it. of Santa Rosa Branch. <laughs> color, color, color me not surprised that
2: it got yeah. stolen from the fucking so, National Guard. Color me not so, surprised.
3: So, all that tells me is whoever used that Humvee last forgot to fucking put the wheel lock on. <laughs> yep. Because it's not like you have to go get a key to start the motherfucker. Put it in neutral, turn the switch.
1: But can I also add in that those wheel lock, that those wheel locks aren't very secure either? <laughs> I mean, it wouldn't be hard.
2: E- even if it was yeah. a wheel lock, I mean... There are bol- there are bolt cutters and stuff that works on that, but that you know. First off, balls balls for fucking sneaking into like what I, what I'm assuming is like a national guard like armory or fucking whatever, and then mm-hmm. balls fucking driving out. So somebody's got a fucking Hummer out there.
1: Yeah. What so is, it, is, 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 what do they what
2: do they need it for? What do they need it for? That's what I'm wondering. So-
1: not many details have been released about the theft, but it's suspected to have occurred at 10 p.m. Monday. No weapons were in the Humvee, but the CHB said it had no information as to whether anything else was taken during the break-in. The vehicle is brown and green and can be identified by the ID number FSC3067 spray-painted on its bumpers. If so how hard is that to fucking remove?
3: whoever fucking stole stole it's already changed the color of the fucking vehicle at this point since the theft
1: several tipsters have reported seeing the vehicle even reporting that they've seen the vehicle in parts (laughs) so that that vehicle may not be put together anymore i'm just saying
2: well there's one thing that they're excluding out of that uh that that news thing is like JP8 is a fucking thing, and you don't you can't just find JP8 fucking anywhere.
1: That's that's so true. If
2: you have an old 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 motherfucking engine, this is mechanic J talking, not not infantry J. If you have an old old engine that has been running on nothing but JP8 for the entire existence of its history, and you put regular diesel fuel in it, you fucking stupid idiots. Yeah, I'm talking to you. You fucking stupid idiots. If you put regular diesel fuel into a fucking engine. That has been birthed and lived, lived its entire life on JP eight. You're going to have a worthless fucking vehicle in about fucking like quicker than, you know, that's your fucking friendly fucking like talk from mechanic J. Like, yeah. Like, mm-hmm. so yeah, they probably, they probably turned that fucking Humvee into a fucking pile of scrap. Yeah. Like bet money, bet money. Cause once they ran out of gas, they put the wrong gas back in it.
1: It's funny How too, about that? because I, 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 I have I, mechanic J is the same as infantry J, guys. It, it's a, he's a stellar, it's still a stellar prick asshole.
3: He knows, but he, he's our stellar prick asshole. He, and no, one Car, could
2: Car, take the was around in my heyday before I got before I got married and and had my had my beautiful daughters, dude. Like, so like he saw me, he saw me like, you know, when I was like peaking and like, so he's not. He's not fucking wrong, okay? He's not fucking wrong, but like, I don't when when I know something, I fucking know it, and like, and you and you ain't gonna fucking convince me otherwise. And, yep. I, know John, and I I know John sometimes hates me for that shit. it's okay. <laughs> you know, yeah, you know, whatever.
1: It's all right. It, it's it's good for it's good for content. That's the way I see it.
2: It, it. Honestly, it really is. It really is. <laughs> I go on my little I go on my little rants. Everybody has a laugh, you know, so
1: yeah it, it's funny too because the most compassionate i've ever seen jay was when i threw up on the side of his car and he was like dude are you okay man are you okay he had his hand on my back and everything he was like you good man <laughs> dude,
2: like, bro we take it, dude bro when when you're when you're sleeping in a fucking hole in the ground dude for fucking weeks on end dude like you gotta take care of each other you gotta fucking gotta take care of your fucking homies dude like you can't like fucking we don't we don't make it without each other like I, right. I, I, would, I i would i would love i would love to say that i'm like this fucking self-made person and fucking robble, robble. And the ultimate fucking truth is always going to be that I was loved and supported my entire life. Uh, I, yeah. I, I didn't, I didn't do a fucking thing by myself. Not even, not even one, even, even when I was in the army and, and joining the army, I didn't do that by myself. I did. Yeah. it because I had, I had love and support of people who fucking ca- actually like genuinely cared about me. And we still, that's our, that is our job and our duty now is to continue loving and caring for each other. That that, that, I'm sorry, I thought that was the whole fucking point, right? Like I thought like, so too.
1: It's mm-hmm. to what we I was so fucking too. taught.
2: It's what I was fucking taught.
1: But yeah. now, you know, yeah. And, and now to talk about something so that we talk sorry. about. No, no, you're good. No, no, uh-huh. we're getting now. We're getting into into the fun stuff. Uh, now, this isn't the video that you sent me. I found another really cool video, but talk to us about the 500 days in Ukraine, Jay.
2: Oh, so okay. Uh yesterday.
1: And then, and then I'll uh, put and then I'll put up that video when you're ready. I got some footage here.
2: That's awesome because then I can I can type up a fucking spoiler warning too. So, or not a spoiler, a a, a um,
1: disclaimer, but, whatever yeah, it is.
2: Disclaimer warning, yeah, that's probably better to say. So, yesterday, yesterday being Saturday here in America, uh, I know the, the time difference is a little is a little bit you know off uh, because because of how far east they are of us in in, in Ukraine. Yesterday was day five hundred, and so <laughs> from the start and in the invasion on February twenty fourth. Yesterday was the 500th day since Russia invaded Ukraine. Um, it's a big fucking deal. We've been talking about it literally since the beginning on the show. We want to unequivocally state on this show in no uncertain terms, we firmly support fucking Ukraine, her right to fucking defend herself against fucking tyranny and invasion, okay? The absolute amount and sheer volume of fucking war crimes that have been committed The fact that the Russian government hasn't collapsed yet shows that the fucking people don't give enough of a fuck to like do anything about it in Russia. Like Ukraine has every right to defend herself. She's going to take back fucking the Donbas. She's going to take back Crimea. Okay. It's going to be fucking summer in Crimea. All right. And we support Ukraine. We say Slava Ukraine here. Okay. We're not afraid to say this shit. Okay. When everybody else is. And there's a reason for that because these are regular people that were living their own regular lives in their own beautiful fucking home, hometowns, home cities, home country. All right? This is a this is a country that voluntarily gave up nuclear weapons in their possession in the 1990s with the express promise from two countries. One was the United States, the other was Russia after the Soviet Union collapsed. They got promised by two countries that if they gave up their nuclear weapons, they would be left alone. Okay. This is like, this whole thing has been bullshit from the fucking beginning. Crimea was invaded in 2014 and and basically occupied by Russia. Russia is also fucking removing children and trying to force them to fucking start speaking Russian. Like that, like I can't even go into like the amount of atrocity that this whole thing has been. It has been 500 days on this podcast. We are not going to let you fucking forget about it. You're not allowed to fucking forget on our watch. This is happening right now. I feel guilty sitting here talking about it and not being about it and fucking being there. I, like, I literally, like, I can't tell you guys, my stomach gets in knots some nights. Like, this is a very serious global issue. Countries, countries like Russia have become terrorist states. It's a literal terrorist state now. Okay, that's as bad. That's like as bad as it can possibly be. And and I, I, I love you guys so much. I don't want people to be afraid. I want you to know, the Russian army has already like been chopped in half, like by far. And every every all that fresh meat that Russia just keeps supplying to Ukraine is getting chopped down too. And it's only going to get worse because all their best have died. All their best are already dead. Okay. don't be fucking afraid. Russia ain't going to do a fucking thing to you. All right. That's because fucking the country of fucking Ukraine is carrying all the goddamn weight for the fucking world right now. And that includes us like, all right, I'm telling you guys right now, they're carrying the fucking weight of the world on their shoulders in their country. Like Ukraine ain't fucking playing when you, when the, when the president fucking Zelensky said, I don't need a ride. I need ammunition." He emboldened his entire country. He fucking stayed put like the fucking man he is, all right? Like, there is no understating. When the, when the president of our country offered him a ride out, he said, fucking fuck no, bro. I'm staying right goddamn fucking here. I ain't fucking going no goddamn where. And then, on the very first day, when that stupid fucking warship said, Told, told, uh, told the, uh, the, the, the Ukrainians on Snake Island to surrender. And they said, Russian warship, go fuck yourself. Yesterday in Ukraine, the president of Ukraine, President Zelensky, he went to Snake Island on day 500. Yep. Where the Ukrainian flag is flying right now. Okay? They took it fucking mm-hmm. back. And they're going to keep taking shit back. And they're going to take Crimea back. And they're going to burn that fucking bridge to Russia to the fucking ground. Okay, if you are an occupier in fucking Ukraine right now, I urge you, get out while you can. Okay, surrender. That is your best option. That is your best hope for life right now. Okay? Wagner ain't going to fucking save you. Putin ain't going to fucking save you. And the Ukrainians are very, very rightfully and righteously angry at you right now. I urge you, get the fuck out while you can. Because the sunflowers are growing. It's been 500 days, boys. There's fucking sunflower fields everywhere in Ukraine right now. And they are a-bloomin', boys. They are a-bloomin'. It has been beautiful to watch such a massively, like, invigor- invigorated country choose to defend itself righteously. hmm Just absolutely, like, this is a righteous fucking fight. This is a fight against tyranny. This is a fight against freaking... Corp- corporate global conglomerates and oligarchs and people with way too fucking much money and way too much fucking time on their hands all right we don't fucking play that shit here we call it we call it how we see it all right i you know i might be the pot i definitely know how to call the kettle black okay so just saying i can't wait i can't wait till i get to hell because i got some fucking russians that i fucking can't wait to get my fucking yeah. hands on when i get there
1: go ahead guys go ahead i I, well you know since we've been since we've been covering this it's been special you know having to 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 live to to be alive and mentally aware during a time that the war is going on in the other side of the world you know because it's real you know that could it could happen here you know canada could do it to us mexico could do it to us i mean they don't got they don't got the strength for it but i'm just saying (laughs) you know Did know,
0: did
3: you really just say canada could do it to us (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah you know. yeah they could try they could try
3: but you know but you know what they're too what nice I mean, they'll just come yeah. over here and start throwing so the canadians, don't
2: fuck, canadians don't fuck around though like they took a beach on fucking d-day with us homies let's not forget let's not no, forget the, the canadians were with us on fucking d-day let's let us let us not soon forget okay
1: you never know you never hey, you know can,
2: hey john can you full screen that and take no, us off I, I want i want i want uh, everybody to see this like and i want there. there, there is a warning for this like there's there's pictures, but you're gonna see there are some there are some graphic there are some graphic pictures uh, right here. with so, audio audio or no? Um, yeah, do the audio. It's it's awesome. Yeah, do it. You ready? Let's go. Fire
0: it up. Deep snow. то со со то-би-у-знов. Витряна тривога, десь танки три горять, А зліва по братими відстрілюють ребят. Ніколи не пробачиш, ніколи не простиш, І прапор синьо-жовтий в рюкзаку лежить. І хай цей граць Нарешті зникне з неба, на що ви прийшли, на знамена прапор у крові. Став червоно-чорним кулі навлетять у очі, але
1: Wow! Oh,
2: I like the last. I like the last picture. Freaking! Do you see the the, the the bloody Russian papers?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it's interesting too because once they hit one twenty-seven, it showed Snake Island. It's just like you know, Snake Island was such a, it, you know, you always hear of these pivotal moments in war, you know, D-Day, Omaha. Yeah, you know all this stuff, and then there's Snake Island.
2: Snake Island. There's Curson. And when they liberated Kersen, um there've been there've been several places that have been liberated, and there's more. There's a lot. There's a lot more to come. There's a lot more to war,
1: come. War, war is devastating. War is very devastating. There is no but about that. And it's just like you hear these. One thing I always love about military history are the stories. Where did this battle happen? Why did this battle happen? How many people died? How many survived? Were, were 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 there civilians to soldiers on that day
2: we, we've told we've told we've told some of the stories we told the story of the guy the the engineer the engineer that blew up blew himself up on the bridge and his last words that's were, right slava ukrani and that was like that was at the beginning that was a that was a pivotal moment the, in the, fucking, the war too Fucking beginning he blew up he yeah blew, he blew himself up on a bridge because he didn't have enough time to get back across before the russian tanks got there like and, like, we, we, we told the story of the, the the POW, you saw his picture, the POW that was executed, and his last words were, Slava Ukraini." Like, it, it's, well, let me know, let me know. I think it's my turn this week for the final thought, so let me, yeah. like, I can transition real quick if we're, if we're Do, ready. No,
1: no, yeah, I'm ready. Do it. Mm-hmm. Uh,
2: this week, this week for the final thought, um, I've had a very uh, exhausting weekend, a very emotional weekend. Um I did a lot of thinking when I was at the concert I think some one of the reasons I like doing concerts and, and stadium events and and sporting events and stuff sometimes when i'm away from, when I'm away from my family, I miss them so much more right and it's even like it's like being in the field it's like being deployed and a lot of times I'll be at these shows and sometimes i get I get overstimulated or I get maybe a little overwhelmed emotionally sometimes and it makes me just want to go home and it reminds me that like home is where my heart is. It reminds me to be a good J and not a bad J. And the the downside of the effects of war, um, especially after after I've I've gotten out and I've got my DD two fourteen, have in sometimes in some ways very grossly like bubbled to the surface. Um, to there, to an extent that sometimes like I wasn't necessarily prepared for, and it's it is a struggle sometimes like and I think part of what I struggle with is not what I did or, or where I was. I'm not sorry for a fucking single thing I did in the army. Okay. Like I, I firmly believe that the Afghanistan war was just, at least at the beginning, you know what I mean? Um, what I struggle with mightily sometimes is how much suffering I saw. I saw so much suffering, just human humanity suffering. And that was, it's really hard to come to grips when you see human beings suffer if that's if that's if you care so clearly like if it's upsetting me i must have held on to something in my heart because i still care i don't like seeing human beings suffer i don't like seeing children cry when they're i don't like seeing fucking men and women grown men and women and children scared and terrified out of their fucking minds and that's why like every week we try to bring everybody back down to earth so like no matter what's going on in your life, no matter how bad shit is getting, remember we, we can't drop the napalm on the people that we love, okay? We cannot. We have got to freaking do better, all right? It's okay to be emotional. It's okay to freaking have a bad day. It's okay to be a little bit out of sorts. What we have got to remember constantly is that we have to freaking check ourselves first. You can't put the mask on somebody else when the plane's going down if you don't put yours on first, okay? We need everybody here. We need all hands on deck, okay? Ukraine, Ukraine as a whole country, realizes this right now. I want you guys to remember somebody is always out there. No matter how cold and alone you feel at night, somebody out there fucking loves you. Somebody out there fucking cares, Okay? Pick up that goddamn phone. Dial every number on the fucking list you got. If nobody answers the phone, you dial one 800 273 8255 That's one 800 273 talk You can also dial star or excuse me, you can dial 988 and you can freaking text star 988. Okay. There are licensed behavioral health specialists waiting to take your call. All right. I, go to, I, I see a therapist. I'm not afraid to admit it. I go to a fucking weekly like veterans meeting. I'm not afraid to admit it. I try to keep my mind occupied. I try to keep myself busy with things that bring happiness and joy to my heart because of how fucking dark it gets. I've seen the darkness. I've lived the darkness. My motherfucking nickname was darkness. It was a call sign. I actually had the call sign darkness on my second deployment for a couple of missions. No shit. I'm not making that shit up. Okay? I know what the darkness is. I lived in it. And I'm trying to fucking find the light. All right? That light is at the end of the tunnel. Okay? I'm not always going to tell you that it's going to be easy. But you already know how to fight, don't you? You already know how to fight. Learn how to fight for yourself. And as soon as you're freaking back on your feet, get your ass back in that ring and start fighting for the fucking ones you love.
0: Whoa.
1: Cool.
2: They're going to need an advocate someday, just like you needed mm-hmm. an advocate when you were in, when you were in your straits. We don't do anything by ourselves. We do it together as a community, as a tribe, as a brother and sisterhood. Okay? You have every right to be proud of everything you've ever fucking done. You are not suffering from imposter syndrome. You are a fucking badass. So get up on your feet. All right? Dial that number. Your ass better be in formation. In approximately 168 hours. We're going to be live next week. We're going to be on time next week. Just like we were this week. Like we love you guys very, very much. We cannot afford to lose a single one. All right. So knock it off. Get those thoughts out of your head. Go eat some good food. Do what you need to do. We got you. Call us. Private message us. I will give you my motherfucking direct number. And I will chat with you. I am not licensed. and I am not a behavioral health specialist. But I will listen. I'll listen to you. I promise you I will. We love you guys.
1: We love you. And guys, thank you so much for coming to the show. Make sure you check out our Linktree, tree, www.linktree.com slash DD214network. Uh, we have a bunch of merch there. Also, if you guys notice, we now have subtitles in Spanish and in French. Uh, they will be coming into each episode from now on in. And catch us next week when we talk about is your job a nightmare? We're going to break down if why is it you or is it the job? next week. I like, week. I like and, that. And we're also going to cover substance found in White House confirmed to be cocaine. Uh, that'll all be next week. Thank you guys so much for coming. I love you guys. Squilini. J- oh, my God. Both nights, bitch. Both
2: nights. That's right.
1: Did she play the same set list Shut twice? Shut
2: up, bitch. No. no she had her... Had the second, the second night was, uh, the, the, the first night was like, if you want to call it the special night. And then it was, it was a, there was a couple of songs that were sub subtracted basically because it was a two night thing. And like, so last night was like slightly shorter. So, so shit. Yeah. Well,
1: see you next week, guys. See you we next you. week.